This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details. The in-dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm speaking to you after Toronto Raptors came away with another victory, this time going into Indianapolis uh, and defeating the Indiana Pacers by a score of 106 to 99 for the Raptors' 10th consecutive victory. We have now won 17 of 18. Um, really should be an 18 game winning streak considering that JV got fouled in that Milwaukee game. Who cares? Raptors are now at 51 wins. Um, and, you know, the most impressive thing about this game was that I didn't really feel like the Raptors actually played well at any point in the game. I mean, Yes, the defense got turned on in the second half, holding the Pacers to only 42 points, and that's sort of been a trend for the last couple of games. But the Pacers have been playing some great basketball. But they won 10 to 13 coming into this game. They had a lot of impressive victories. They beat the the, the Celtics twice. They beat uh, the Bucks twice. Um, Washington, Philadelphia. So like, you know, they've been some of the good teams in the Eastern Conference. The, the teams that are pretty much in the same class as them, but. Coming against the Raptors, I mean, like, you, you, I'm just saying, like, you would expect the Raptors have to play a really good game to beat the Pacers um, on their home floor when they're rolling, but not the case. The Raptors did what they usually do, which is screw around for the first half. Um, you know, I, I just thought, like, the Raptors played so sloppy early on. Um, they were only down two after the first quarter, despite having eight turnovers um, because they were able to hit a bunch of threes and that's cool, but it very much felt like the Raptors were going to, you know, blow this game a little bit. Second quarter, uh, more of the same. Uh, the Raptors bench, you know, didn't really get it going early on. It didn't help. The Raptors um, got called for a bunch of tiki-tack fouls. Um, you know, that's never <laughs> that's never a good thing. And especially the one that the one person that hurt the most was Jakob Pertl because. Proto had to guard in the paint against Al Jefferson. And look, it's not like Al Jefferson is some crazy, you know, threat like he was when back in his, in his prime, although he was never really that great of a player. But, um, but look, the Pacers, uh, 
they didn't have a lot of bigs available um, because um, and I don't know if people saw, but Joel Embiid had this like crazy flop, and then he landed all 300 pounds of him on Demontis Sabonis' ankles. A crazy reckless play. Um, Embiid's kind of reckless like that, but um, yeah, so they didn't have Sabonis, which is usually their backup center. So they had to go to Jefferson, who they haven't even played much of late, uh, pretty much all season. And it just so happened that Jefferson is that type of matchup that's really hard for Pirtle. Like, um, just that big body dude um, who, you know, works in the paint. I mean, just that's just the one weakness in Pirtle's game right now defensively is that he just doesn't do well with those types of players, especially since Pirtle got called for two very soft fouls. Um, actually ended up being three very soft fouls, um, but uh, a moving screen, uh, a contest of the rim, and then also Lance Stevenson flopped. I mean, Lance is just a joke. He kind of exacerbated things in the second quarter by, um, you know, with some good stretches of play, like um, being very physical, driving to the paint like a power guard. Um, but also just like his flopping, like just doing and just grabbing players and whatever. Like, it's Lance Stevenson. He's the clown prince of the NBA. Like, this is what it is. But um, the end result was that the Raptors ended up going to halftime down eight. And, of course, the Raptors woke up, and they took the start, started taking this game more seriously. Um, they cut down on the turnovers, and that's ultimately how – oh, and they and they improved their defense, which is ultimately pretty much how they play all these games. Like, you know, they don't come out completely focused unless it's a big game like Houston or even that Washington game a couple of uh, you know, weeks back. But Raptors started taking it seriously in the second half, and they started running away with this one. Um you know, like, just the way the Raptors find combinations down the stretch is something that's really interesting. Um, again, credit to Dwayne Casey for making in-game adjustments. That's always been a weakness of his. Uh, it's always comes up as an issue in the playoffs. But this year, he's made a lot of great adjustments in-game, within games, to sort of swing it. Like, this is this game pretty much followed the same trajectory as the, the, the Nets game and won the big factors in this game just like in the next game was cj miles came alive for three threes miles had been garbage besides that but the man had three threes in the fourth quarter and that kind of blew the pacers out meanwhile the raptors defensively got a lot uh smoother um they protected the defensive glass a lot better the pacers are going inside a lot in the first half that wasn't happening in the second half um and yeah, I mean, look, the rest of the Raptors, they, the rest, the rest of the bench players, they they play such a great energetic defense that, you know, it, it kind of wears teams out. And when with the way they move the ball, there are going to be cracks that show. And and for some reason, the Pacers were really eager to leave Miles. And Miles had some good looks in the first half. He didn't make them. Fourth quarter, he drills three threes. He cracks this game open. And from there, it's just for the Raptors to close this game. Um, Raptors closed the game with. Um, you know, Siakam playing extended minutes. Siakam was great in this game all around. Energetically, he was getting on the offensive glass. Um, that was a pretty smart strategy by the Raptors overall because Miles Turner, who was pretty much the only healthy, like, you know, legitimate player for the Pacers in the front court, um, Turner, he tweaked his ankle in the first, uh, in the first half, and um, he came out for a little bit in the second half, but he just wasn't really effective at all. He was clearly, you know, limping around and not, not uh, his usual self. And, um, you know, because of that, the Raptors 
were very smart to capitalize and go hard into the paint because the Pacers' options at that point were Jefferson, who, you know, had a great game. Don't get me wrong. He had a great game offensively. But defensively, Jefferson's never been much of a stopper, and he just looked exhausted out there. He just doesn't even look in shape um, to play extended minutes. And when I mean extended, I'm saying like 25 minutes is extended for Al Jefferson this year. But they had that. And then Trevor Booker at center, like, that's just it's just not big enough. And so the Raptors got inside. They got a whole bunch of offensive rebounds. They had 19 for the game. JV went for eight offensive rebounds. A lot of those were on his own misses, but whatever. Lowry came up with two key uh, offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter in the last couple of possessions there to seal it. Siakam had four offensive rebounds. Van Bleed had two. Pirtle had one. So there was just a very concerted effort to crash the glass. And there was also a very concerted effort by DeMar DeRozan to drive to the hoop. DeMar was pretty frustrated with the foul calls all game. So was Kyle Lowry. The fact that two of them were kind of a little bit too concerned with that. But DeRozan really got it going in the third quarter, really going hard into the paint um, and scoring because there was nobody there to protect the basket. Um, and so good strategy all around by the Raptors. Um, going inside also cut down on the turnovers because a lot of the the, the, the turnovers they were getting were – you know, they wanted to run one action, one side of the floor, swing it to the other side, and that's usually when the Raptors are best, but the Pacers were really smart about that. They were really sending a third defender to just, like, crash the pick and roll there and jump that passing lane to the you know to rolling big man or sending help, and um, that really did solve a lot of problems for the Raptors. But um, overall, a very strong performance in the second half. Again, in the first half, they didn't really need to – they didn't really play with the – type of energy you would necessarily want them to but I mean also like when you have this type of confidence and when you're winning games like this like it's like inevitable man we're just gonna win games period like it's not there's nothing even there's nothing else to say really they're just they're just gonna win period and um it just feels inevitable uh with the way the Raptors are playing and they just have such great focus they're always able to lock in in the fourth quarter I thought the bigs played a really good um job just Defensively, Ibaka, Valanciunas, uh, Siakam, and eventually Proto. I mean, obviously the first half was not good, but they put a re- they just played a solid brand of basketball. They held the Pacers um, mostly to perimeter shots, and the Pacers are not a good jump shooting team. Um, you know, and save for some Darren Collison jumpers uh, late in the game, like the Raptors really didn't have any issues. And, and part of that was also Malcolm Miller. Like, crowded shout out to Malcolm Miller for playing some great defense. Overall, um, Victor Oladipo, um, shouts to Blake for coming up with this stat, but while guarding Oladipo, uh, while, 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 guarding, while being guarded by Miller, um, Oladipo shot 5 of 13 from the field uh, for 11 points. And Oladipo is talked about as an MVP candidate. I don't really agree with that, but, you know, like he's a big part of what the Pacers do, and Miller was able to put the clamps on him a couple times. Oladipo tried to turn the corner. He's got this really quick jab step spin move that's really effective. He's so quick. Um, but Miller was right there using his feet for good positioning, using his length to contest. He's bigger than Old Depot, of course. And, um, you know, Miller, very solid game for him. So, um, yeah, overall, I mean, it's just the, the team as a whole played really well um, and came through with yet another professional victory. And now, that's how you have a 10-game winning streak is you consistently stay focused on the task at hand and, and uh, you know, you, you chip, chip, and you, you keep yourself in the game when you start slow and you keep chipping away and then eventually you have some good crunch time execution. And the point of execution is actually um, really encouraging because the Raptors, 
Uh, obviously had some execution issues, uh, you know, in previous months, but of late it's been great. It's been great. Um, the Raps today, the big difference was that they kept the pace up. And they really could have gotten this game a lot earlier instead of going to the foul game and everything if Abaga hit one of two wide-open threes. But, um, uh, yeah, the Raptors just pushing the pace, playing aggressive defense, um, not retreating into their crunch time offense of isolations and slowing down basketball because that's just not good. Like, it's just not good for anybody, really. Like, it's sometimes if you need a last shot, you want to slow it down. It's been a tough defensive game. You can do that. But this wasn't really a tough defensive game, it really felt like. It felt like if the Raptors just, you know, had a bit of better luck at scoring at the rim, the Raptors missed a lot of weird layups today. If it wasn't for that, the Raptors, you know, overall played great on offense. Um, and part of that was, you know, in crunch time, pushing the pace. You know, guys like Siakam, guys like DeLon Wright, when they get to close the game, they don't slow down. They keep going. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a good night overall for the Raptors. In terms of your three stars, first star, I'm adding that to uh, Siakam. Siakam, 12 points, eight rebounds, two assists. Uh, honestly, I mean, when Siakam wants to drive at the rim, I mean, he's going to get by his man. I mean, even against a quicker defender like Miles Turner, who – oh, not, not Miles Turner, uh, Thaddeus Young. And, and if you don't know about Thaddeus Young, I mean, he's a solid player. Um, and – Weird stat, he's probably been the best player guarding Giannis this season. It's just because he's so physical and he's pretty quick. But um, Siakam is just quicker than everybody. I don't know. The little crossover he does is pretty basic, but he's able to always get by his man. He's able to get to the rim. Defensively, I thought Siakam was solid. Offensively, he was crashing off the offensive glass um, beautifully, especially in the fourth quarter, just giving the Raptors a lot more possessions to work with. Um, and, yeah, I just thought Siakam had a great game. Second star, I'm handing that to DeMar DeRozan. Uh, 24 points, 4 rebounds, 7 assists, a steal. 4 turnovers, which is kind of uncharacteristic of him, but honestly, there was a stretch where the Raptors were just so incredibly sloppy. DeMar hit 8 of 15 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep, 6 of 7 from the free throw line. The thing I liked most about DeMar's game was that even though he was frustrated with the refs, he kept going at the basket, and he executed the Raptors' game plan, and, and that's pretty much what kept the Raptors in the game, and ultimately that's what wore down the Pacers. DeMar also had a clutch steal um, on one of the Pacers' last possessions to, uh, you know, deny the inbound and take it all the way for a dunk. Uh, You know, just overall strong play from DeMar. Like, yes, you know, you you can get upset with the refs. It is what it is, but... If you come out and deliver, like you're you're allowed to do that. That's that's kind of what superstars do. And Demar did that tonight. And then your third star, it's a bit unconventional, but I'm getting that to Delon Wright. Um, I thought he was great in the fourth quarter. He got a chance to close for once. Uh, Fred VanVleet didn't um, play much as much as Wright did. You know, Wright had a solid game, eight points, three of five shooting from the field, two free throws, a rebound, a steal. But I don't know. I don't feel like that fully encapsulates what he did, man. I I felt like Wright was really good defensively in the fourth quarter, Um, and obviously it was the defense that really came up huge, holding the Pacers to 99 points in their home court, including just 20 points in the fourth quarter. Um, But, yeah, just Wright's defense was very solid, and uh, he came up with a couple plays in the fourth quarter, and honestly, it's a rare chance to give it to DeLon Wright. So, good job, DeLon Wright. But honestly, there's a lot of good performances today. Like, even Ibaka, I mean, despite the fact that he had a, just a just a mind-numbingly frustrating stretch to close the game, starting the game with 13 points and 11 rebounds, you know, he did some solid stuff there. Miller, like I said, did great defense on Oladipo. That's huge. 
Valanciunas 16 and 17 with eight offensive rebounds and four blocks. I mean, JV could have easily got this too. Um, yeah, and even Lowry, like Lowry was playing like hot doo doo for the first three quarters, but in the fourth quarter, like the two offensive rebounds he came up with and a couple free throws, like, um, you know, it's just a lot of solid performances. But it didn't even feel like one of the Raptors' better games. It's definitely not one of their best performances. They didn't really play hard for the first half, and yet. Here they are, smacking up the third seed in the Eastern Conference on their home court. Like, it's just weird, man. The Raptors are just, it's inevitable that the Raptors will win. Um, anyway, in terms of your Jordan Henderson Award, that's going to go to Al Jefferson. Jefferson uh, had 20 points and 12 rebounds off the bench with two assists, a steal, and a block, was a plus three in 25 minutes on 9 of 15 shooting. He got it going against Pirtle. Pirtle was in foul trouble. Uh, and then he got it, and then he just kept it going against Valanciunas. He drilled a couple jumpers, and then I don't know, man. Jeff Jefferson was just he. I I mean, it's just the old man game. I I, I just the, the thing I was most impressed with Jefferson was that he didn't pass out because like he looked so sweaty and tired from just playing 25 minutes. <laughs> but uh, you know, shout out to him, man. He was cooking. He was cooking the Raptors a little bit. So uh, Al Jefferson, good job, bro. But uh, yeah, Raptors won again. I could get used to this. In fact, I am used to it now, actually. I'm a little bit used to it. I'm a little bit spoiled by these, all these Raptors victories, man. But uh, Raptors win again tonight. Uh, Raptors will play tomorrow against the Mavericks. They'll probably win then. And, you know, the Raptors have 51 wins. That's what they had last season. This is tied with their second-highest mark in franchise history. Uh, one more win will put them in officially in second. Obviously behind the 56-win mark. Um, Raptors are... You know, knock on wood, but like definitely, definitely gonna you know break that 56 win record and 60 wins. They gotta go nine and five the rest of the way, which is you know pretty doable, despite the fact that the Raptors do have a couple of tough opponents. Whatever, not a big deal. And um, yeah, I mean, look, the Raptors are—they've won 40 of the last 50 games. They're 40 and 10 in their last 50 games. That just doesn't even sound. It just doesn't seem it just 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 doesn't sound right, <laughs> but uh, that's that's where the Raptors are, man. We're in, we're playing beautiful basketball right now. Anyway, thanks to everyone for listening. Read ten things, and uh, I'll speak to you guys tomorrow. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound. So you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving.